Hello, everyone. Welcome to those that are coming in. I am on time tonight. <laughs> Welcome to Emotion Monday. Emotion Monday. It stands for electronic motion just to get a jump start on your week. So I thank you guys for tuning in and let the healing begin. So hello guys, hello, hello, those that are coming in, uh, share if you want uh, so we can get this discussion going. Hey, yes, I love that. Dreamers, fellow dreamers, come on in. Yes, I'm loving that. Yes, dreamers are needed in this season. God wants to do something new. He is calling forth the creators, the, the creativity. And I just want to talk about that today. <laughs> I think it's a well-needed conversation to have. Um, especially dealing with, <clears throat> you know, the struggles of a creative. Um, but first, before I start, I want to say hello to my um, podcast listeners. I am recording for podcasts as well. The Songs of My Emotions podcast uh, you can find on Podbean, Amazon Music, uh, YouTube. You know, you can see it on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> um, Apple, uh, you know, I'm on mostly all of the streams. So if you just type it in Pandora, you will find me. All right. I just want to greet those that have been tuning in. There has been different countries coming in and tuning in and listening on a regular basis. As I said on my last podcast, I am praying for you. I take it not for granted that you know, this podcast was found, you know, by others of, around the world. And I just appreciate that. And, you know, I just want to greet you <laughs> and let you know that I am praying for you. Different states that are tuning in, not all of them, but, you know, the ones that are, I am praying for you. Trust. <laughs> okay. So here comes that dreamer. Here comes that dreamer. So, I want to let you guys know how, why I titled it, how I titled it. So I saw this really cool jacket that had Dreamer on the back. It's uh, by a faith-based company, a 316 um, clothing line. I think that's the whole thing. <laughs> but um, it was basically about, you know, it has Dreamer and then it has, here comes that Dreamer. And I just wanted you know, it was a pretty cool jacket. You know, it kind of reflected in the light and the sunlight. And I was like, man, I love that jacket. I want it. But anyways, um, God was speaking to me then as I saw the jacket, I saw the scripture and, you know, it made me just think about, you know, Joseph and his dreams and just how sometimes, um, you know, 
being a dreamer is not always roses and daisies. You know, everyone will not understand your dreams. No one will understand, you know, what God shows you. No one will, you know, because a lot of times it doesn't make sense and you can't explain it, you know, too much. You can't, um, you know, just under, can't really explain why was it given to you, first of all. You know, it doesn't come out of anywhere. You know, we just have to, hi, hello, those that are coming in. Hello, hello. <laughs> um, so, you know, you don't really understand why you have the dreams. And sometimes you can be the one that is used to be like the target of, you know, when your dreams are revealed. So, I'm not going to prolong it long. I'm going to get into the blog. I hope you guys were able to look into it. Uh, I was on time today, y'all. Can I get a, a applause for being <laughs> on time? Somebody must be out there praying for me because I had everything. I'm like, wait a minute. This is going too smooth today. I got had the lights up. The blog was finished. You know, I'm like, somebody must be praying for me, praying for <laughs> my discipline and some things. But, you know, I'm in that season where I'm really trying to get myself together, y'all. I'm really, I need to get myself together. You know, I need to be disciplined. Whatever God wants you to do requires discipline. It is not a, a thing that, you know, you, you may want to have. Discipline is required. You know, to be a disciple, discipline is required. <laughs> so, you know, um, so here I am. <laughs> Disciplined and all, you know, uh, coming on on Mondays as much as I can, um, being consistent. You know, God is consistent because he consistently gives me uh, something to speak to you all. Um, oh, thank you so much <laughs> to God truly be the glory. Listen, because the flesh, there is nothing great about the flesh. You know, thank God for the Holy Spirit. Um, you know, I'm just in this season, you know, of my life where, you know, I really just really have to be disciplined, um, finding truly who my audience is who my tribe is. If you guys haven't heard me speak about it, go back to, um, I did uh, an impromptu video about, you know, let me reintroduce myself. You know, um, I've been known been to be, I've known for a while that I was called to help heal the creatives. And I'm like, now, come on now, you know, the creatives could get, but no, there, there needs to be a specialty, especially for someone that, um, has an imagination that is a visionary. And that's what I want to speak about, you know, pretty much uh, what comes with being a visionary, you know, and you can't talk about visionary without referring to Joseph, you know, in the Bible. So let me get started, y'all. Are you aware that everyone won't be a fan of your dreams? There won't always be support. There won't always be understanding and there certainly won't be an easy process attached to prepare you. Are you ready to endure what the revelation of your dreams requires? Hello, my name is Relinda and I'm a dreamer. 
<laughs> the idea of dream can be taken prophetically and in a creative manner. Then again, wouldn't you say that most creatives create prophetically? You know, anything that that produces such great fruit, that causes such positivity, you know, to go out in the world, to push others, um, to go after Christ, but also to create something that will build up a people. You got to know that that's, you know, that's prophetically. You know, God, um, it could be through dreams. It can be through, you know, visions. But, you know, um, I believe artists, you know, creates prophetically. They paint prophetically. Um, people write prophetically. You know, sometimes I'll get in a, in a trance and write and it'll just flow like I lose control of my hands. You know, my mind just rolls and I know it's not of me. <laughs> you know, it's not of, you know, me studying. It's not, it's just purely the gifting of God. And I always, you know, make sure that everyone knows that, that it is not of me. So a whole other topic for a whole nother time, you know, I'll get into it since I found my niche and I will be speaking to those that create and those that are in a stuck place and can't create. So another topic for another time. Uh, as for me, I am a dreamer in both aspects. God does in fact give me dreams about what to create and for prayer, you know, what to pray for, what the warnings that are coming, you know, that's how God speaks to me um, and growing in God. I realized that everyone does not want to listen to what your dreams are. You know, I want you guys to be prepared, you know, as God is giving you dreams and giving you witty inventions, giving you things to create that um, those that won't understand or it may not make any sense, which I'll get into it, you know, unusually causes, you know, offense. <laughs> it causes, you know, to, to, to people to maybe just be kind of uncomfortable. And like I said, I'll get into that. Um, in this instance, I want to speak on what God has caused you to create and reveal unto the world through your dreams. Uh, we can't talk about dreams and not mention Joseph in the Bible. I think, you know, most people that have even just heard of Joseph, you know, you can't, you equivalent dreaming and visionary, you know, I automatically go to Joseph, you know, cause he didn't went through some stuff with his dreams. You know, he didn't went through it and I'll get into that because I just feel, you know, whatever, I'm not going to, I'm going ahead of myself. So I'm just getting excited. Cause you know, as a lot of preachers say, cause I know where I'm going, you know, <laughs> This is not to say that Joseph did not have multiple other dreams. It was something about these dreams that pushed him to destiny that were the focus. So it's not that, you know, and I know some people will say, you know, Joseph only dreamed twice. That's what was only documented. You know, he only had a couple dreams that were documented. <laughs> but every dream that he has had was not there. So. But these were the two dreams, you know, obviously that God wanted to use to show, you know, what, what had to happen or, or these were the ones that would push him to destiny. Um, so y'all know I'm about to get into this definition of dreams, right? <laughs> y'all know I'm about to get into this definition. So dreamer by definition is one that dreams 
one who lives in a world of fancy and imagination. And the B uh, part to that is one who has ideas or conceives projects regarded as impractical and it has visionary and it has dreamer. So, you know, sometimes your dreams won't make sense to you. You know, it does seem impractical in, 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 in the natural. It seems impossible. You know, that's why they're dreams. <laughs> you know, they don't seem that way. So it took you a while to get used to what you saw. Um, so imagine when that is spoken or that is shown, how long that takes for someone else to catch on. If they are willing to catch on, you know, I swear I love to word study because it brings such revelation and can drive a point right home. A dreamer is a visionary in which one's ideas or projects are regarded as impractical, which is not sensible, not realistic, hence the struggle for the creative. I believe that is the struggle of the creative, you know, um, you take your creations and your work so personal because it, you know what place that it came from. You know that it came from a pure place. Um, you know that what you create is, you know, for me and my godson had a good conversation about this. Um, it's more so just being the artist or being the creative or creating something. It's more so uh, the purpose of it all. You know, you can equivalent this to God. You know, I believe he took so much, he took so much pride in us. He gives us so much grace. He gives us so much mercy because we are his creation. You know, this is personal for him. You know, he took time. He took thought into creating us. So he's going to always stick up, stick up for us. <laughs> That's why, you know, um, he doesn't want any man to perish. You know, you are you are his creation at the end of the day. He took time with you. You came from a pure place, you know, in God's mind. You came from a pure place out of God's heart. He cares for each and every one of his creations. All right. So I think that's the same uh, thing that, that happens with creatives. Anything that we create, um, you know, it's for a purpose. It's needed for something, you know, so it's not just, uh, for show for, you know, just vain things. It's just, it comes from a place and I don't know how I could explain it, but you know, those that are creatives can understand where I'm coming from. You know, like, uh, Erica Badu says, you know, I'm an artist and I'm sensitive about my stuff. She didn't say stuff, but I'm an artist. I'm sensitive about my stuff. Because we know where that comes from. Um, everyone will not understand. People will call you crazy. People will wonder from which source are you getting this elaborate plan from? It's enough that the world does not accept or comprehend your dreams. But it's another thing when those of the same faith does not and cannot even comprehend due to internal battles within. Again, I point to Joseph. In chapter 37 of Genesis, Joseph tells his brothers about his dreams. These dreams basically portrays that Joseph would have rule over his brothers and his entire family. 
His brothers then hated him all the more, quote unquote. <laughs> After these dreams were revealed, as pointed out in scripture, which means they already had an issue with Joseph. So this is one thing that we discover. He said he hate they hated him all the more. So that means, you know, they started off really not taking to Joseph um, on both sides. I mean, on both sides, I can see it. You know, um, Joseph's brothers were born from Leah, the wife that Jacob received out of default. But they were older. They were next in line for any promotion or leadership role. So you just think, you know, because of the tradition and uh, the way things are set up, these brothers, you know, especially the oldest one is next in line, you know, to, to take over, you know, what Jacob had and to take over, you know, whatever. So here you got your little brother <laughs> from another mother telling you, I mean, and I think for so, and I'll go into that. Joseph wasn't speaking from a proudful place. You know, he was just basically saying what thus said the Lord, what God has showed him, you know, just purely. And um, so they're looking at him like you trying to you trying to take my place. You try you trying to say that, you know, you're th this is against tradition that possibly can't happen again. Going back to the definition of dreams, it's impractical. You know, sometimes the dreams can be impractical to impractical to others. It seems impossible. Like, how can this happen? All right. Um, let's see. They were next in line for any promotion or leadership role. Then you have Joseph, firstborn of Jacob from his wife, Rachel, his first pick, whom he worked hard for. Listen, he worked hard uh, for Rachel. Let me tell you, he loved him some Rachel. <laughs> Y'all, he loved Rachel. Um, so, you know, Joseph being born, besides all the odds of her having a hard time, you know, having a baby and conceiving, you know, this probably was a dream come true for Jacob. You know, I'm having a baby with my, you know, the one I just like truly love. All right. So can you imagine the brothers feeling and knowing the favoritism shown towards Joseph? They had to have felt it from their mother's womb. You know, they had to have felt that rejection from their mother's womb. So I feel like when before Joseph even had these dreams and they said, like I said, this shows that in scripture, they hated him all the more. What was the reason? You know, so the only thing you can look at and kind of piece together in scripture is that because, you know, you can tell they they, they felt that rejection from the womb. Uh, a feeling of rejection from a mother that was not the first choice and longed for Jacob to love her. Joseph from the womb knew how loved he was. He knew how loved he was. So Joseph kind of came out secure in who he was. You know, and, you know, and they put the coat on them. So that wasn't even, you know, maybe that was the start because they actually solidified, you know, that he was the favorite. That's what happened. So this was all set up in jealousy. Um, I'm setting up the scene because these are real issues that people may deal with once it becomes time for your dreams to be revealed. When it comes time that you can't hold 
you know, your dreams any longer and your brothers will be the likely choice to share in what cannot naturally be explained. So it's like God talks to you and well, let me read this part, then I'll talk. So on Joseph's end, I can imagine he was thrilled that the God of Abraham spoke to him. No intention of bragging, no intention of showing off, but to share in the miracle of God's voice and his plan. So reading the that story of Joseph and his dream and him stating it, a lot of people say that, you know, he may have been boasting. He may have been uh, bragging, but he didn't necessarily even really interpret it. He just stated what he saw and the interpretation came from others. So I believe he was just so thrilled that I heard God's voice. I'm seeing something I ain't never seen before. So I want to share it with my brothers. You know, I want to share it with my sisters. I want to share it with those that I believe that are close. You know, so it was out of just not boasting, but it was how was it in interpreted. And sometimes when we, you know, once we step out on our dreams, once we step out and put that out there in the in the atmosphere, just know there are some people that are in a place that they won't like what you dreamed about. And you're just telling what you saw. <laughs> you know, and you're telling it because you trust your your the group. You trust uh, the circle and thinking maybe they can bring revelation to it. Maybe they can help me see, you know, bring definition to what I saw, which they did. But there was anger and jealousy behind it. You know, instead of just supporting him and, and just saying like, Joseph, wow, you know, God has a future for you. We saw it in a place where, you know, you're trying to take, you know, my position. You know, like I said, the brothers were the next in line to get anything. The older brother, they were older. That's how it went. You're older. So now you're next in line to whatever your father had, you know. So there are people that will anger at the impracticality of your dreams. The dreams that don't make any sense. The dreams that that's impossible. The dreams that make them question why you, you know. And what kind of uh, saddens me, um, you know, let me finish reading this and then I'll go on to speak some more. Uh, there are people that will anger at the impracticality of your dreams, the mystery of your dreams. It may aggravate wounds. It may aggravate current hurt for whatever internal fight others may have, as I mentioned. But Joseph had to reveal his dreams. He had to reveal his dreams. So I want you guys to know you have to reveal your dreams. You can no longer hide your dreams. There's a process that needs to take place. And it may not be pretty, but something needs to happen for you to be seated, for you to be in your proper placement. All right, we're going to get into that as well. Um, 
So like I said, you know, it may aggravate current hurt for whatever internal fight others may have, as I mentioned. But Joseph had to reveal his dreams. This was the start. No matter how messed up it was of them coming into fruition, Joseph went to fetch his brothers per his father's instructions and they saw him coming towards them and grumbled among each other. Here comes that dreamer. So it's, you know, and I just wanted to speak um, from this point that, you know, it's it's not fair, you know, how it's it just, it's like, you just have to trust God. You just have to trust God when he gives you something and asks for instruction, but you can't get stuck on who supports it, who sees it, who understands it. Um, that's why you have to stick close to God. That's why you have to be close to him because once that comes out of you, once it is just vocally or whatever is said, then okay, here comes the process. And it's not pretty. And I believe, you know, especially with this Joseph story, it's a little deeper than that, but just on a surface level, he's letting you know that when I talk to you, you know, creatives, when I speak to you and you put that unorthodox thing out in the open, you know, just know, no, a lot of people are not going to agree. A lot of people are not going to understand, but it, 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 this is the start of your process. So it's important. And I know a lot of people interpreting and say, well, he shouldn't have said anything. How else was it going to happen? How else was it going to happen? Obviously, this was the perfect design of God to strengthen him. You know, to make sure that no matter what you're going through, I'm going to see this thing out. I'm going to see this thing through. So, you know, as I was, you know, reading, you know, his brothers were grumbling among each other. Here comes that dreamer they said to each other. So, and then that was then they wanted to kill him. You know, they wanted to kill him for something. He probably didn't even interpret what it was. He was just purely saying what God said. How powerful, you know, God's words are and what God shows is so powerful that, you know, it can offend people. <laughs> you know, what you dream about, what what thing that he gives you, what project. I mean, it could be anything. And it's like, you know, I could just so sympathize with Joseph because he's not understanding where is this coming from? You know, it really doesn't go too much in depth about, you know, maybe what Joseph thinks. Um, he, If anything, he was trying to be like his brother's. He wanted his he wanted his brothers to take him under the wing and train him and uh, the things that they were doing, you know, in their lifestyle. Like, hey, show me I'm the younger brother here. Show me what y'all doing. You know, let me see, you know, but God had other plans for him, which he tried to show him. But he said it for them to try to explain. But that's not what happened. So this point of this blog, let me see. He was thrown in the cistern, but his brother Reuben decided and convinced the other brothers that it profits them little to have his blood on their hands. So they sold their brother into slavery. So 
you know, Reuben decided it's, it's not going to profit us nothing to kill our brother. You know, I don't know what made him turn, which actually, like I said, is God's plan. And, you know, they just decided to just, we just going to sell them. So this point, of, this point of this blog is to encourage you all to not cower down when it comes down, when it comes time to reveal your dreams. How many of you, you know, those that will listen to this podcast, those that will rewatch this, just think about it. What are you holding on to in fear of what people think? What are you holding on? What dream or what idea or what are you holding on to? Because you are scared somebody going to throw you in the cistern, you know, or try to kill you or, you know, um, what are you holding on to? That can be what the generation needs, what this world needs. And you're scared to go through the process because it's not it's not going to be pretty. It's not going to be pretty. You're going to have to go through all of this. You're going to have to go through all of the disappointments, all of the upsets, all of the misunderstandings. You're going to have to go through it. All right. <laughs> Do we agree? You got to go through all of that. Um, I often hear the common complaints of not having enough support, not having backing, not having people who understand your visions. Just know that if God gave them to you, the backing is on him. Let me read that again. Just know that if God gave you these dreams, the backing is on him. He will back you. If he gave it to you, you got his support. You got his push. You got his backing. This is the host of heaven's army. You know, this is one that controls an army of angels that will back you. All right. You have to know that if God gave you a dream, he has a plan attached. He's just not going to give you anything and not give you how to see it out. You know, he's not going to give you anything and just be, hey, go ahead. It's on you. There's a plan attached to it. And it may not be how we would like it or comfortable, but just know that the fact that he revealed it to you, he has given you strength to see it through. You know, I want us to, yes, thank you, Lord, for the backing. I'm saying if nobody has ever said it verbally, man, the backing of God. And you know that he gave it to you and you'll know it's back because there's always good fruit attached to it. All right. Um, so just know if he's revealed it to you, he has given you strength to see it through. God wouldn't give you anything if he didn't think you would have strength for it. Like that you wouldn't have um, his help, his aid. And seeing it through, no matter how it looks, no matter how it starts off, you may have a rough start. But like I said, if he gives it to you, just know he's giving you the strength to see it through. I, I can testify to this so wholeheartedly 
You know, sometimes you may think that you don't have um, the courage to do certain things, courage to say certain things. And and then here comes this strength that you didn't think that you had. You know, you know, it's God and you know, okay, I know that I'm doing what he wants me to do because he has given me strength. He's given me courage. You know, he's just given me this, this, this know-how, even that giving me the know-how to do it. Um, we are often tempted to pick our people while we are being molded and processed for the dream manifestation. Allow God to pick the people and the situations that will launch you. And I will say this again, that does not mean that it will be all roses and daisies. So sometimes when we are pursuing a dream and, you know, we, we feel like this one has our back. That one has our back. You have to give that responsibility to God to show, you know, who's going to push you. And then, like I said, as a twist, even those that you feel like betrayed you are the ones that are pushing you. Can I say that again? Even though, though the people that you feel like betrayed you are the ones that are pushing you. Amen. <laughs> Joseph had to basically be thrown in a pit twice to ensure that he was ready to ensure that he will always give God glory on the reason why he had his gift. Joseph's dream came to pass, but it wasn't easy. Your dream will come to pass and it won't be easy. Got to take it step by step, day by day, week by week. <laughs> You know, it's not, it will come to pass, and it, but it won't be easy. Uh, Joseph didn't have any idea that God would make him second in command of all of Egypt. He just knew that God spoke to him, and to go a little deeper that it, and, and to go a little deeper that it would save the bloodline that wanted to kill him. I will say that again. Joseph didn't have any idea that God would make him second in command of all of Egypt. He just knew that God spoke to him. He just knew that God said something. All right. He didn't have plans on what God told him. He just knew God showed me this dream. God spoke to me. And, you know, and like I said, to go a little deeper, he didn't know that it would save the bloodline that wanted to kill him. So sometimes God won't reveal the whole picture. He just wants you to be obedient. So when God gives you something, your dream, even though Joseph didn't know exactly what it was and his, you know, he had to be pushed because I think he respected his brother so much that I don't think Joseph would have even left his tribe to see what God was talking about. So he had to be pushed. Some of us right now are experiencing a push in the spirit to birth out our dreams. And he had to put us in the most uncomfortable positions to squeeze it out of us. Can anybody attest to that? You know, like I'm gonna put you in this, this tight spot and you have, you know, I might've told you to do this and do that before, but obviously I got to put the squeeze on you, you know? <laughs> So dreamers, I hope you are ready for the road ahead, the molding and the preparation. God won't show you the whole entire picture, but he will always show you that whatever you go through, 
will lead to somewhere magnificent and will cause impact further than your eyes can see. Don't be afraid to reveal your dreams. You know, and then God, you know, and that's the end of the blog. But, you know, furthermore, God will tell you when to when to say something, you know, or when to reveal something, when to start um, whatever, putting out your posters, putting out your little flyers. You know, he will tell you um, when it's time to reveal it. And sometimes you may not be all the way ready. You know, you may not have all of the money, all of the resources, team, you know, you may not have all of that. But then God tells you it's go time. It's time for you to go. You got to be obedient to that dream and just know that in the midst of that, he's working something out. Like I said, you're going to go through some bumps. You're going to go through some bumps, (laughs) but you know, and, and, and I never make my, uh, post or any live videos focusing on people and why do they do the things that they do? Like, Hey, listen, I just want us to, to understand how to receive things and how to process stuff on our own. You know, I'm not so much concerned about what somebody else doing and what they're saying and what this means that they, I don't. That's why I didn't even get into them brothers and the issues that they got. (laughs) I didn't go too much in that because it's all about how you take in the process. What are you going to do when that situation happens to you? It don't matter what they got going on. What are you going to do? You know, what obviously was a push. You know, I'm not trying to psychoanalyze why God uses who he uses. I just take it as, well, God, this is what you got to do. You know, and I'm not going to analyze it. I'm not going to say, well, y'all need to get it together and then y'all need to be healed. No, I'm going to see what God wants me to do in this dynamic. God, what are you trying to push out in this dynamic? What are you trying to birth out of me in this dynamic? (laughs) It's, It's too much time and it's time consuming to understand why people do the things they do. You know, and I do want to get into that field of psychology. You know, I've always been intrigued. So... Um, I'm thinking of studying more, you know, into psychology and everything like that. But, you know, I'm not about to, I guess, put blame on why I am going where I'm going and trying to, like I said, dissect someone else when it all is predicated on what I do with what has been brought to me. Amen. Asking God, okay, God, this is happening. What am I supposed to learn here? I can't change people. We ain't got the power. We ain't got the power to change people. Sometimes, you know, God will like how in the Bible, God hardened Pharaoh's heart. I'd be a fool trying to (laughs) wonder why Pharaoh would not let the people go would not let the slaves go. 
Moses kept saying, let the people go, let the people go. And Pharaoh did exactly what God wanted him to do in order to happen what had to happen. We got to get out of that. Wondering why people do the things that they do. How present are you in that process? All right. We got to be present in our process. You know, and if you fully believe in God and that he guides your footsteps, just know everything that happens to you is for a reason. All right. (laughs) So um, that's pretty much what I had, you know, today. Um, I just want to encourage, you know, though the visionaries, the creatives that, you know, when God gives you something, just know the process that you have to go through. Don't curse it. You know, endure is easier said than done. Endure it. Um, and God will send you people that will speak life into you as well. You know, um, not all the time will you be out there on your lonesome. You know, got to send people that are faithful and dropping a word to you or, you know, that will encourage you and that will tell you, you know, don't worry and, and give you a light at the end of the tunnel. And prayer and worship does wonders. Um, things may not be perfect, but it helps you endure. It, it's like you're putting on an extra layer of armor going through this stuff. You know, that's the best way I can describe it. It's like God puts an extra layer of armor (laughs) as you go through this process. And a lot of people are just scared to go through a process. You got to be processed. The, the, The cross, Jesus and the cross. We got to suffer. We got to suffer for the destiny. We got to suffer for the promise. And we not getting out of that. It's always a suffering for the process. The children of Israel had to go through the wilderness to get through what was promised. And what was promised didn't mean that was the end of their work. They still had to work. The land of milk and honey still, you had to work. All right. (laughs) So I thank you guys for... Uh, tuning in. Like I said, I I pray that this helped you. Uh, Those that are listening on the podcast, I pray that this helped you. I hope that this was confirmation for some of you that have been sitting on what God has shown you. It doesn't make any sense, but you know, God wants you to step out on faith. Um, You are a creative. Hey, get stuff all the time. And just like God, you know, people going to think you can't think like that. You just got to go and then embrace the process that comes with it. All right, guys. So I thank you for tuning in. Um, Let me go ahead and put this uh, disclaimer and stuff out. Um, You know, too late for the sharing comment thing. But (laughs) um, this does show on my YouTube channel. So if you want to get any notifications, uh, my YouTube channel, you can either type in the P of me or my name or Linda McCoy. It will pop up. Um, you can follow me on Instagram, uh, Relinda C. McCoy. Sometimes I'll put, you know, quotes and, you know, things uh, that I share on there. You can follow. Um, some people have questions, you know, sometimes. So email me. 
Rolinda McCoy at thepofme.com. And you can also visit me on my website, thepofme.com. And as I said, I'm recording also for the Songs of My Emotions podcast. So you can subscribe on any of these platforms, Apple, Google, Spotify. I didn't show all of them because I had a lot. Um, you know, even Amazon Music, Pandora, uh, Podbean is my hosting site. And so I thank you guys for tuning in, uploads. Um, I think I'm almost at, I'm very close to 200. I just launched, you know, my podcast last month, the beginning of last month. So I love, you know, I appreciate it. I, I thank God for the listeners. And I just hope that it impacts someone to, to turn the life around, to go to Jesus, you know, <laughs> you know, enhance the relationship, wants to, you know, um, make you more thirstier for the things of God. So I thank you guys for tuning in and I will see you next week. All right. Bye bye. I'm trying to get my little thing up. Okay. <laughs> see you guys. Bye bye.